Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation with JT and Leanne, and today we've got our victim in the hot seat, <laughs> Sean Bevins <laughs> from Hellraiser Grills. Um I know some of you actually listen to the lightning round before you listen to the regular show. I would recommend that you go listen to Sean um, and talk about the Hellraisers. They're very interesting products. And as we said in the show, and you'll hear us say, we kind of come back full circle with the Hellraiser products. And I really like that. Anyway, uh, Sean, welcome to After Hours. Thanks for having me. <laughs> okay. So, it, um, in after hours, we ask you a bunch of just random questions. They can be about barbecue. They can be about Sean Bevan's life. They can be, we, we do stay away from politics because they haven't created that much space in the cloud to hold everything we would have to say about politics. Mm -hmm. But other than that, pretty much everything is on the table. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. What would you say your success to failure ratio is when you're creating a new product? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, not a lot of our products have not seen the light of day. Um, I'm fortunate to say that there are products that sell better than others. But I've been very fortunate. We haven't had a failure rate. Okay. Wow. That's good. I might not have been the answer that you're looking for, but no, there there I'm are no really right or wrong answers. No, I love that. Yeah. Uh if you started your career all over again, what would you do, if anything different? Male stripper. Oh, like that too. Yeah. God, you could cook for it. I have no idea time. why I became a barbecue manufacturer. So I just I thought of the easiest way to make money and be a stripper. And what do you think your success rate would have been? Hell, I would have given it a try. You and I got to have a talk after this show. <laughs> um, I mean, my mom thought I was handsome. I just didn't know if I appealed to the rest of the world or not. <laughs> Well, if we ever come up there and you've got a brass pole in your lobby, I'm going to worry about you. Okay. So let's just put it that way. Uh, if you could cook for and then dine with a historical figure, who would it be? Be anybody. Um, who would I want to eat with? Um, I'm going to say something that probably not a lot of people know the name of the man. Um, but I like to consider him to be the inventor of modern freedom. Um, a guy named John Locke. Nobody knows really who John Locke is, but I love the guy. <laughs> okay. 
He's a, he's a historical figure from way back during the Magna Carta days. Huh. Uh, you know what? Leanne's favorite guy from back in those days was Torquemada. The guy, the little Portuguese monk that invented all the tortures during mm -hmm. the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, Torquemada. <laughs> Torquemada. Torquemada. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, while you were dining with John Locke, what would the menu be, Sean? Uh, probably back in those days, it probably would have been intestines, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, I mean, well, back in, in, in those days, you know, when you're back in the 1500s and, you know, in England, they ate just about everything, hooves, eyelids, and bums. I mean, they ate yeah. it all. Yeah. So it would probably be something strange. Um, but if it's, if it's barbecued or grilled, I'll eat it. Okay. Mm. We'll hold you to that. Um, if you could work with one of your barbecue heroes, who would that be? Um, that's another good question. Um, I think that, and obviously, I follow a lot of different, a lot of different guys. Um, there's a young guy, family guy, and, and we're in different, very different businesses. Um, there's a guy named Tyler Cannon, and he builds Cannon Pits. He's a family, just his wife and himself, and they build one-off pits. And and I've always, you know, I've followed them for years, and I think that if there's one guy that I could probably do something really pretty cool with, it would be Tyler. Okay. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much barbecue do you eat on a regular basis? Now, you touched on it in the regular show, but. Wow. I I don't know. Um, in a week, um, probably I have, and I say this with all honesty, minimum seven meals of barbecue a week. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's higher than that because, you know, I like to wake up on Saturday morning, make bacon and eggs, and I always do that in the barbecue. So it's probably higher than that, but minimum yeah. I'm, you know, five to seven times a week. Okay. Sure. Do you remember what the first thing was you ever grilled or smoked? Yeah, I do actually. Um, we were, I came from very humble beginnings. Um, and so when I was younger, we didn't have a lot of money and we were pretty poor. And so most of the stuff that we ate was stuff that we harvested. So squirrels, pheasants, rabbits, uh, muskrats, crows. Uh, I mean, if it swim, flew or ran, we pretty much ate it and barbecued it. Um, so I think my very first memory was, uh, squirrels. Hmm. Oh, okay. And absolutely delicious, by the way. Yeah. I've Back in those days, good. they weren't that great because my mother wasn't, um, wasn't a, a great griller and my dad wasn't much one either. It was pretty dry, but yeah, it was squirrel. Hmm. I bet you that were those crows kind of tough? Um, well, she'd marinate them. Uh. She'd marinate them and let them soak. Um, so they actually weren't bad. I've actually figured out a twist for them. So they're actually really delicious, but unfortunately where in this province where I am, we can't shoot squirrels. So I don't get to eat them anymore. But, um, no, I was yeah. talking about crows. Absolutely delicious. Okay. I've had to eat a lot of crow, but never the actual bird. You know? <laughs> and I agree. And I know it seems strange. I know it seems strange. Um, don't, don't shoot the messenger, but crow is actually absolutely delicious. I prefer it over wild ducks. I prefer it over uh, fascinating wild, yeah. wild. Uh, you know, most upland game birds, with the exception of pheasant, maybe. 
Um, crow is absolutely delicious. I, I kid you not. It really, really is. It's an overlooked bird because um, of the association with carrion, I assume. But absolutely, this is very dark red meat. Um, and it's, we, it's abs- absolutely great on the barbecue. We huh. can hunt We can hunt them here. Yeah, we can hunt them here too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> if you were an animal, <clears throat> excuse me, Sean. <clears throat> if you were an animal, what animal would you be? Oh, that's another well, you not, a that. <laughs> not a crow. <laughs> not a crow. Or a squirrel. But, but I mean, all things considered, there's not many animals that I would not eat. So, uh, okay, let me try and consider one animal that would be less eaten than, um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know. I would, I would consider myself to be a cape buffalo. There you go. Oh, okay. Is that I, the Hellraiser logo on your shirt and that, is that the skull you use that's up behind you there? No, that's, yeah, that, that is a skull, but no, we didn't use that one. <laughs> okay, just checking. Yeah. Um, where is the worst place you ever had to cook? The worst place that I've ever had to cook? Um, yeah. to think just give me a second here you kind of caught me off guard with that list just things that we don't generally think about i'm trying to think of where the worst place that i've ever cooked um i cooked i cooked in the middle of a cornfield with the heat coming down it was just mm-hmm. brutal and the humidity like you're in the cornfield and it's just mm-hmm. brutal that was probably one of the worst places that i've cooked okay mm-hmm. Uh, I can understand that. What's the um, what's the worst concert you've ever attended? Worst concert I've ever attended. Um, I would have to say that would have been. Uh, well, I can't really remember that one. I know it was pretty bad. <laughs> I, I, was, I was too the deal where my father put me on his shoulders, and the lead singer was drunk and fell off the stage. Um, <laughs> sounds like one of our shows. Um, my worst was probably down in Detroit. Um, again, probably a, a music group that not many people would know. Um, Biohazard concert way back in like 19, I don't know, like 90, 89, 90. It basically turned into a full scale riot. Wow. Ah, well, there you go. So if Leanne declared you supreme ruler of barbecue for a week, and she can do that, she's in the Hall of Fame, <laughs> what would you decree as supreme ruler? You can make one decree. Uh, one decree. Uh, to be considered a pit master, you have to own a Hellraiser. Oh, <laughs> well, there okay. you go. I like, like that. that. What's the hardest thing about owning your own business, Sean? Um, the feeling of solitude, um, despite being surrounded by amazing people, despite being, you know, with my family, despite having employees and different team members, um, there's a lot of moments that are dark moments that are tough moments. And it, and it seems that in those moments, it's you're alone and it's that solitude. And I, well, I've always kind of struggled with that because I like, I generally, you know, enjoy people. Um, and it's, you know, 
yeah, I guess it's this, it's the solitude for me. That's, that's pretty tough. Okay. Well, on a lighter note, uh, if Trudeau puts you on death row, what would your last meal be? My last meal, my last, I had, meal. I had to get that in there, you know, yeah, on death row. Yeah. It's, it's quite a possibility. Um, who knows? He's not, he's not done yet. Um, <laughs> my last meal would probably be, I like hog knuckles. Hmm. You know, like yeah, shanks. No, yeah, yeah, pork yeah. Shanks. Smoked pork shanks. I could live off those. I love wow. them. I got when I just thought of this. When I was a kid, we went to some meeting. I don't remember. It was in the little town near, close to where I lived, and we went up there, and they had this buffet, and uh. I wasn't very big. I was maybe six, eight years old, a little bit. We knew the lady that was playing uh, the organ and the piano at this. There was some speeches or whatever, and then she played. And that was all good. We did the buffet. I thought this was a big bowl of really big shrimp. It wasn't. It was a bowl of pickles, pig feet. And... Mm -hmm. I learned very fast that they were not shrimp, uh, but boy, they look good, but I never did make it through a whole one on that one today. It might be different, but yeah, pickled. I don't know about pickle, but smoke, smoke, um, pig knuckles or pork knuckles or ham yeah. hocks, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love them. The more glutinous and the more gelatin and the more, the more I love them. Um, <laughs> I just, I devour the, the entire things. I could do them almost every day. There you go. Wow. Um, would you describe yourself as corn fed or grass fed? Uh, what fed or what, what fed? Would you describe yourself as corn fed or grass fed? Well, both, uh, to be totally honest, vegetables taste like dirt to me. <laughs> um, so I would have to say I'm, I'm a carnivore. Um, but if I prefer out of the two, I would say I'm corn fed. Okay. All right. Um, here's a question Leanne came up with boxers or briefs did not <laughs> actually nothing. Oh, cause he's, he wants to be a stripper. He's a commando. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, 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 the most, the most return for the least, for the least of effort. I don't want to have to take them off. I just want to be able to get my pants off and already be there. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, I'm sorry. Can you add choice C to that list for future questions? That yeah, we ask our guests. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> commando, mm -hmm. commando, commando. Um, dire Straits, ACDC, or Billy Ray Cyrus? I'm a country fan at heart, but I love ACDC. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Is there one thing you miss uh, from your twenties? that you can't do now? I used to love going spring fishing in the Detroit River. Hmm. There you go. And we're so far away from it now that I can't do that anymore. What, um, what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie would have to be... So many good ones. Um, I like The Patriot. Yeah? Hmm. Yeah, I'd have to say the Patriots probably one of my favorites. Okay, um, it's a good movie. 
mm-hmm. I have a couple of friends that worked on that picture. So I, I, they're there. Um, if we put your skills to music, Sean, and, and, and this can be your life skills, your business, uh, acumen, anything, but if we put your skills to music, what would the music be? Hmm. Hey, you got some, I, these are questions that I never ever would think about the answers. Like I just don't reflect on things like that. Um, Wow, I don't know. Um, Man in Black by Johnny Cash. There you go. There you go. Um, What's a couple more here? What's the uh, dumbest thing you've ever seen done with a barbecue or a grill? Um, There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. you mean like like something from like from one of our customers or just in general? Anything, anything. The dumbest thing that you went, man, that's the dumbest damn thing I've ever seen. Um, I saw somebody once trying to reheat pizza in the box. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, that that's going right that's, up the top of the that list. That is there. the top. Yeah, yeah. On a, well, on a, on a pellet smoker. So they, in their defense, I, I I don't know how you could possibly imagine that would work. But yes, they tried to reheat pizza in a pellet pellet grill. They have the, the much, Did they have the munchies or something? They just. I don't know what was. I don't know what was going on there. Not much apparently. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you have a favorite barbecue book? There's a million books out there. And they're all pretty um, good. Most of them. Yeah, um, and and then there's and I, I and I don't I don't know. Uh, I don't really have one. Uh, there's there's so many thousands of them. I don't know. Um, there's a guy uh, named Marcus uh, Marcus uh, Baden from the UK, uh, super well known. He wrote a book called Skewers, and I absolutely loved it. So again, it's yeah. Okay. Um, but there's, you know, there's books by Tuffy Stone. There's books by Mixon. I mean, there's yeah. Oh yeah. 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 There's a bunch of guys in Canada that have written a bunch of books. Like there's so many great books out there. It's tough to say which one might be my favorite, but. Um, what does the best day for Sean Bevins include? Your absolute best day it doesn't have to be around work. I mean, if you had a day off, what would you do? What kind of activity? Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty avid hunter. Um, I love to hunt whitetail here, moose, big game, bear, uh, pheasants. You know, I've hunted all throughout South Dakota. I've hunted whitetail deer in just about every state. Um, I think the best day for me is, you know, um, for some of your listeners out there that you enjoy, you know, whitetail deer hunting, it's that. First morning, opening morning, you know, in the fall, sitting in your tree stand, the smell of the woods, the sun coming over the horizon, um, the forest just starting to wake up. That for me is, and, and not the actual, you know, hunting is not just about the harvesting or killing of an animal. It's, it's, it's much more than that. And for me, my best day would not even be the actual harvesting of the animal, but it would be 
that opening day excitement when you're sitting in a tree stand in the middle of the dark and you watch the sun come over the horizon and you're you're in the woods and you're part of the whole yeah i get that that's, that for me would be my best day yeah mine was we were desert hunters and mine was always sitting up on the rock with the sagebrush around you and stuff and watching the deer come in from the flats and start to bike as the sun was coming up you could you know very cool yeah very very cool last question sean if you could give people one bit of advice it doesn't have to be about barbecue nece uh, necessarily i'll get the word out mm -hmm. uh but one piece of advice what would it be um don't ever let anybody or anything try and discourage you from trying to make your dreams happen mm. and no matter how tough it gets no matter how discouraging it gets no matter how alone you feel in that dream um i think we, we we really do need to have those whatever that may be it could be you know you want to start your own barbecue business you want to be uh, i don't know some a professional golfer or whatever that looks like um you just you can't stop dreaming and you can't stop pursuing your dreams even if sometimes they seem inachievable and even if they're impossible um i think we, we need to we need that in our lives to yeah yeah sean bevins uh president and guru of hellraiser barbecues and grills thank you very much it's been a real been a real eye-opener and a real pleasure to yeah, talk to it you has. Sean. um yeah I, I certainly appreciate the opportunity guys. i would love to if ever in your neck of the woods in canada i would love to see your facility and all this state-of-the-art both very yeah, very welcome to come here any anytime anytime We'll have a big barbecue in the in the drive, and we'll have a big barbecue in the parking lot. We'll have a big party. Have some, have some. We'll drink some real beer. Okay. okay. We'll get, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Beer. There you go. There get you some go. Crow and squirrels, and we'll have a. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. <laughs> um, that's gonna wrap it up for this week on uh, After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT along with Leanne. We'd like to thank Sean Bevins from Hellraiser Barbecue. Check out his website. Uh, check out his products. And I got a feeling he's just getting started. So, Sean, thank you again. Leanne, it was a pleasure as always. And folks, yes. you take care. Have a good week. And remember our motto again, turn it, don't burn it. Take care, everybody.